Hi friends, I'm Andy Sell, and these are the people we know. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of People We Know, the podcast where real people get excited about unreal people. That was weird. <laughs> I loved it. Okay. I loved it, was it so much. Just gonna it was keep a, running it was a crescendo. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was right there with you. Uh, we're going to open this episode with another installment of Leah's Got Homework. We're Insert. not sorry. Leah's Got Homework. Well, I don't even song. remember the No, melody. I love that there's a song. That's great. Yeah, but it's different every We've time. Have It'll a be song. different every time. It's yeah. good. Leah's Got Homework. Leah's Got Homework. That was, I see. I know. Good. I made it. It was bad. well rehearsed. We stopped before you got to. Add yeah, to it. that's story of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One step behind, Andy. It's over now. So, if you're unfamiliar, this is a segment where Leah, Kaya Janian, our terrific co-host, who's yeah, what yeah, you, yeah. What's it's the word? Fine. Culturally challenged. Uh, uh, that's culturally oblivious. Yeah, that's <laughs> there better, we go. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're not feel challenged. Like I, I feel like I do things and take in culture, but I don't. I don't understand where everybody. Has Maybe time it's just to do better that. culture than ours. Like, do you read like Dostoevsky no. when no. you go? No, no. <laughs> I don't even do anything. I don't know. I don't know. Do you just like look at plants? Like, what's your deal? <laughs> I don't know. What is? Where is the time that you guys find to know. do all this stuff? Night. Yeah, but I do that at night. I watch stuff and read stuff at night. What I don't do you get watch, that far. What do you watch and read? <laughs> the stuff we assign her. <laughs> yeah, that and uh, whatever I actually like. Sometimes I just actually like things but on my what, own. That's I. No, I don't understand. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been watching. Let's see. On my own, I'm caught up with Parks and Recre- Recreation. This oh, cool! Week. Yeah. I haven't watched this week's episode yet. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen this one yet, so I'm excited about that. And then uh, Parenthood, that's a good show. I, I keep like hear, that show. I, I watched the first season of it. Nice. It makes me want a Braverman family, like a big Braverman really? family. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how sad that is, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. It's not sad. It's a little weird, but it's not sad. No, it's not. I mean, it's Why like, is it isn't weird? that like the American thing? No, isn't that what everybody That's what wants? makes it weird. Yeah, yeah, see, I don't really care. <laughs> that's, that, that's where I find the weirdness. I get a little jealous of big families. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. I dated a Catholic girl for a long time and there I was really is. jealous of her huge Catholic family. Yeah. Yeah. But then like they were also kind of shitty to each other. Yeah, so no, it's over that it was I, just like speaking yeah, as someone that. from a huge Catholic family, you, you, maybe it's just grass is greener syndrome, but I, mm. I, yeah. I, I I wouldn't feel good recommending it. So what do you yeah, what, what's your what assignment? do we do to you? Uh, I, <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump those bricks. <laughs> I watched the first three episodes of The Wire. The Wire! The Wire. Omar coming. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Gotta keep the devil way down in the hole. Damn Ooh, right. That's, that's a good song. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I like that. And sure. every season's a different version of it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Tom, like they do the Tom Weeds, Waits. They do of? the Neville yeah, Brothers. Yeah, it's like Weeds, but, but it's but good. But better. Yeah. <laughs> but a good show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what do you... What, okay, so The Wire... Um. Uh, t- what, what did that? How long did that run? Two thousand to two thousand five, I think. I think it was two thousand. It ended in 05, Yeah. What? No, no, no. That it didn't. No, ago? no, no, no. It didn't end in 05 because I was. Uh, I wa- I was living here when the final season aired. Two thousand five was when Six Feet Under ended. So it uh, would have been two thousand two to two thousand seven. Seven. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought it was way or more two, recent. No, two thousand. Sorry, two thousand three to two thousand eight. Oh, okay. Because two thousand seven is the year I moved here. Uh. 
I so, thought yeah. like when I moved here, it was still like on, but I guess not by years. Maybe, maybe not. No, it doesn't matter. It's anyway. about Balt- the the drug uh, war in Baltimore. It's about that everything. Rhymes. It's about really. why cities are dying, and there's nothing yeah. we can do about it. Yeah. It's it's Dostoevsky type shit. Yeah. Like it's really. It's like they say in the last season. It's got the Dickensian hey. aspect. Yeah. Oh, is that a ruiner? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 ruiner. That's what you call spoilers. I wanted to use a synonym. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what, okay, you watched the first three episodes of yeah. the first season. What? What would you take away from that? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess a lot of the time I felt like I didn't understand what was going on in the conversation, and yeah. that made me feel stupid. And I would try to listen really hard and be like, I feel like this is important to the plot, and I need to know this. But then maybe, you know, maybe I was looking into yeah, it. Yeah, no, the wire right? throws you into the deep end of the pool, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it do- definitely doesn't hold your hand. Nope. Uh, it's, uh, and in fact, there's a lot of people that just because of the Baltimore accents, especially in the drug crews, the yeah. corner kids, the <laughs> like, they'll have five-minute-long conversations where people are just like, what the fuck <laughs> are they talking about? Now, uh, I apologize because I haven't watched it in a little while. Does the first episode, uh, first three episodes has... Uh, the that has the speech about uh the king stays the king yeah the whole chess yeah. thing yeah chess yeah thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that my, one of my favorite things about the show is it has these little moments that like lay out the whole show mm-hmm. for you like every season oh, the, starts with yeah. a scene like the whole thing was snot boogie yeah snot yeah. boogie the cold oh, opening yeah. of, the, of the entire series is it's just, just like here's what the show is yeah it's like why do you let them play this is america, america. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh shit but did you like it? I did like it, and I just, I wanted to, I mean, it didn't grab me for a while. It took a while yeah, for it those, to grab yeah. me. It but takes the thing a while. that did was when uh, they, you know, they went to the apartments at two in the morning, that three, the crew of oh my God. three guys that o- I want to murder. No, oh, no, 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 no. This the is pre-Omar. The, oh, the Presbaluski. Yeah. Presbaluski and uh, Carver and... Is it Herc? And I have Seema? no idea any of their names. I couldn't no, name it's when one they of go them, and, by and the way. And the they Presbaluski pistol whips that kid. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they start throwing bottles and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's not good police work. That, that's man, an I got so scene. pissed, so right? pissed, and I yeah. was like, okay, it got me because I was mad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Presbaluski is one of the best. Probably characters my ever. favorite character in the entire series. Oh, he's so great. He's like, such a great yeah. character. Yeah. He's, he goes places in that show. Like, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, yeah. but his character has one of the most interesting arcs. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he really fundamentally is not a bad guy. Like, yeah. it, okay. it, that, that's the feeling I get by the end is that he's well, he's sort of just in this instance. And that's the, what the whole show is about is that yeah, institutions it, yeah. corrupt you. Yeah. Like one of the things David it shows, Simon... It shows how these people that like are inherently good or they want to do the right thing, how they get involved in an institution that's either wrong for them or wrong in general. Yeah. And it corrupts them. And then when you see like the characters like McNulty, yeah. uh, who is, he's the guy, he's the guy. Like, when you watch the show, you're always thinking like, Oh man, why doesn't somebody fix this? The show shows you why nobody fixes it. Yeah. Because McNulty is one of those guys who's like trying to fix it. Yeah. Him. There's a few characters, him and bunny Colvin, yeah, and then uh, to a lesser degree, Lester Freeman, and even uh, even on the drug side, yeah, and like, Carcetti too, yeah. and even on the drug side, you've got Stringer Bell who's Stringer trying Bell to change is, things. Yeah. And when they, you see that anytime a character tries to change that, 
oh my god the things that it goes terribly wrong for them <laughs> one of the things david simon uh talks about a lot when he talks about the series and i love this idea is that like most drama we see is fundamentally shakespearean um in that like people the drama and the conflict comes from things inside of people like uh people are undone like breaking bad is a great example like yeah. breaking bad happens because of things that are emotionally inside of walter white um, but he wanted to make a series that was fundamentally Greek in the way the yeah. drama happens. Like in, in Greek drama, um, people have uh, things imposed upon them by the gods and then they react to those things. Yeah. And what he says <laughs> this is, is Baltimore, the, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> the gods are not, the gods are fucking you. The gods will not help you. Yeah. Like, and yeah, basically what he says is in The Wire, the gods are the gang, the cops, um, the union, the political system, the schools, the even press, the, even the press in the last season. Everything. Yeah. yeah. The show, it starts out so small. Like, what's the, such narrow scope? And it's just about the cops and the drug, mm -hmm. the drug, the drug, uh, the game, game. the game. <laughs> Let's yeah. call it the game. Yeah. Uh, and then every season, it broadens it. It opens it up a little bit to include another element oh, okay. of the whole thing. That's interesting. So the second season's about unions. The third season's about politics. The fourth season's about schools. And the fifth season's about the newspapers. And by the end, you have this document of here's why American cities are broken. Yeah. And yeah. here's it's, why they're never going to get fixed. I mean, I will say that it is very specific to Baltimore. Oh, yeah. But, but it, it's, it's also almost universal. Like, yeah, it's almost like, like a Mountain Goat song. You know, not to whatever. Wear he's wearing a mountain goat, goat shirt. shirt. He's wearing a mountain goat but shirt. Like, everybody, or, or, a, or any kind of through your mouth, any song or any book <laughs> that references a very specific thing that you might not be aware of. Like, you yeah, know, like I, in poetry, when people use other people's names, you know, it's like yeah. oh, this is a person you don't know, but like you can you can understand what it's you know what i mean like yeah i don't know what i'm saying right now. no it's there's 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 something in including specific details that that makes it paradoxically makes it more universal yeah, yeah. because i mean little things like uh, there's a tiny moment in the second season where they're eating crabs and uh oh, man and bunk says you're gonna waste that crab gut um and then he eats the crab gut because mcnulty doesn't want it just like the phrase you're gonna waste that crab gut like, yeah. I love that. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's something that I'd never heard because we don't need a whole... I mean, we eat crabs <laughs> where I'm from, but not as much as they do in Baltimore, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, were there like specific characters that like resonated? I mean, I know it was a huge cast that yeah. you were introduced well, to. Well, I can't remember any of their names. I'm bad with details. I think that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. I and there's, three there's a ton of detail. In there's so many there's characters. There's the one guy. <laughs> the guy that... Uh, was started out in the first scene on trial that the guy that oh, was on trial and then got D. out. D'Angelo Barksdale. Yeah, D, yeah, D yeah. Barksdale. Oh, God, he's yeah. so good. I yeah. like him so far. He's Frank Gilliard Jr. is the actor. Um, yeah, he's he's fantastic. And he's the guy who has the king stays the king speech. Yeah, yeah, he gets to do that. Yeah, That's he's cool. a great character. Yeah, he's a good one. Um, he stands out. Who? I guess I'm, yeah, I guess like I'm so angry at the pistol whipping guy. I mean, I oh, yeah. definitely yeah. think of him. Um, yeah, the char the show is really good at that too about like making you hate someone. Yeah. yeah. And then turning around and showing like, hey, guess what? This is a person. Yeah. They have a whole <laughs> well, thing going on. They have other qualities too. Yeah. yeah. The last thing that interested me, they left it hanging the last episode that uh, the, the lieutenant's dirty. Or you know that. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. They they do that a lot throughout the series where they like reference like 
something he did in the past. Yeah, like yeah, all those yeah, guys yeah. know where you were, you know. Uh, is that I, a I don't thing think that comes back up though? It comes back up pretty yeah. often. Um, but not in like an overt plot driven way, yeah. the way a show would usually do that. Yeah. Because yeah. like a network drama would like throw that out at the beginning and then season three would be the season where the chickens come home to roost. Yeah. And they like yeah. do like a flashback or something. That does not happen in the water. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Just, that's just a yeah. thing that happened to him. Yeah. I like that scene when he's in with the, he's trying to explain or he's in with the, I don't know, the people over him. I don't know any of their ranks or who oh, they're yeah. he's in, in with, the office. Uh, with uh the deputy deputy ops um with the the mustache uh, i forget his name you know who i'm talking about he becomes yeah burrell burrell Burrell. who becomes acting commissioner later spoiler alert Um, (laughs) (laughs) well and they ask him is it you know did you have did you tell them to go out at 2 a.m did you Uh give an order and he's like if i say yes then it's my fault and i'm gonna ask you know and And if if i I say say no, no then i'm throwing my men under the bus yeah. So yeah, I fucked up, and I'm just like that whole. I don't, they had a whole conversation underneath that conversation yeah. where oh, they all that, fucking knew what the happened. Show is, and yeah. I think it was interesting that he just demonstrated. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just pointing out to you that I did that yeah. for that reason." The yeah. show is so full of subtext. Oh yeah, especially and there's a lot That's of those scenes though. where That's like cops are in trouble with other cops. There's like tons of that. Yeah. You know? yeah. How do you even write that scene though? I'm just thinking about that. You know. Well, it's David Simon was a journalist. Uh, he worked for the Baltimore Sun. And Edward Burns was a homicide detective. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ed Burns yeah. was a homicide detective. Really? And they, yeah. yeah. David Simon wrote this book in 85, maybe? Or eight, no, it was later. 88, 89. I don't know. He wrote this book. It became, it's called Homicide, A Year on the Killing Streets. And it's huge. And he it's, he literally spent a year with the Baltimore homi- with one squad from the Baltimore Homicide Department. Okay. And yeah. um, was, I mean, he was there... For the whole year, and he wrote this amazing. Bo- it's a, the book is incredible. It's and then they made What's it, it called? into Homicide? Homicide: A Year on the Killing Streets. Yeah. Okay, and they, they Fox made it a show. Um, yeah, Fox, Fox. No, no, it was NBC. Oh, it was NBC. Uh, Homicide: yeah. Life on the Streets. Yeah, uh, with Andre Brower and yeah, which uh, I've seen Yafet like Koto. two episodes of. I've seen the Robin Williams episode of Homicide. It's a good one. It's so good. The whole the, yeah. the whole series is is great. I mean, the last two seasons are kind of, but yeah, uh, it's a great show. How long did it run? Six. I think six or seven wow. seasons. Yeah, James Fritz is going to come on and talk to us. About oh, cool! One of those about Frank Pembleton from that show. But I got to watch Homicide. Anyway, anyway, he he spent so much time with them, and then he and then he made the corner after. And then that. he did the corner, which yeah, which is also great. Which is a lot of the same actors from The Wire are in it. I think uh, Bubs is in it, right? Uh, yes, Andre oh, Royal's yeah, in Bubs. it. I like that character. Lance Reddick, who him. plays Daniels, plays a junkie. In oh, it. really? He plays an ad- he plays an addict in uh, in the corner, and it's so weird to see that because <laughs> he's just like such an authority figure. Even yeah. when he showed up on Lost, he was just like the stoic, like I'm here to. He's, you know, yeah, and then Fringe and on everything yeah. else he's ever been. <laughs> he's always just like the the force for order. Uh huh. Because um, he's kind of scary. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then he made uh, then when he made the wire, he hooked up with Ed Burns, who had been a homicide detective, and that's why. Like, if you see some of the actors are a little bit wooden, they are actual cops. Like, there they use a lot of real people. Yeah, like the guy who plays the priest, who I don't think you've seen yet. I don't think he comes until season two or three, maybe. Um, the priest that gives church man's the, always up in everybody's shit. The actor yeah. who's playing that priest is the real life string um, Avon Barksdale. Is the guy that Avon Barksdale's character is based on? Wow! Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. And Snoop, 
Yeah, uh, Snoop. Uh, Snoop. I Snoop. think is in jail again. I don't know. Yeah, Snoop uh, is in jail. Um, she. Yeah, there's there's uh, this girl. She really was that. Who? Oh, wow. She's a hitman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy. And she plays a hitman. <laughs> she's really good at it. Um, and then the uh, there's a guy who shows up in like the fourth season. I forget who exactly he plays. He's got a small part, but he's the real Omar. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was an actual guy. Yeah, Omar um, was a real person. Yeah. Wow. God, I love Omar. Yeah. Everybody loves Omar. Yeah. I love Omar. I just too. saw him for one second, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he They he, said his name when they went in there and stole the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know what was happening really at that point. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, what's yeah. Are you gonna keep watching it? Yeah. I mean I'm interested in it and I wanna get it. Like I, I just feel like I'm, my mind hasn't connected with it yet. Uh, it takes John it does said take earlier a while. he said it's like it's teaching you how to watch it mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. I haven't gotten there where it's easy. I definitely, I don't think it was like by the, th- I remember when I first watched, I watched the first three episodes in a row because that was, you have to, because like no one will yeah. like it after one episode. No. And, and I, and I was like, by the third episode, I was like, okay, I, I enjoy watching this. I'm going to keep watching it. But I was still, you know, a little bit yeah. like, I don't really get everything that's happening. They kind of yeah. just drop you into the world. Yeah. But uh, as it goes on, you, you start to pick it up your mind starts and, to well yeah, like when yeah. you're reading a book and you can't get used to the language yet mm-hmm. and it oh, takes yeah. a few chapters before you're like okay and then you're just reading easy it's just incredible to me that like someone made a tv show that uh, is so dense and so unforgiving as a piece of art you know like that's something that you just never see people do on tv because yeah. tv is all about ratings and it's all about bringing people back the next week and instead like david simon just said you know we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna throw you into the deep end and we're gonna make our art the way we want to make it because we have faith in this and he got to pretty much tell the story he wanted to tell yeah um, you know i mean i don't i don't think it should have gone on longer than it did no um, i mean no. it's it's pretty much perfect yeah you know i mean the thing about it is though is it could go on forever because yeah. it's, you know, it's a character study, yeah, uh, and 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 more so than just the human characters on it, it's a study of the character of a city and all of the different elements that go into that. Yeah, I mean, it could go on forever. It could really, <laughs> the, yeah, a show you, like that could never end. <laughs> yeah, you could just drop back in on it, and it's yeah. I mean, ugh. it's yeah. really really sad that it could go on forever. Yeah, but it totally. I mean, could. like you could, and you could keep expanding. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could, like the next season could be about the sanitation department. <laughs> yeah, and then so, the scene after that could be about the Orioles or the Ravens. Like you know, <laughs> it could be about a sports team and what that does to a city. Yeah. And then the next season could be about the library. You know, like <laughs> you can keep the museum. You know, you could keep going and going yeah. and going with this. And. Andy Sell pitches TV, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, so, I want a wire movie, but about the Baltimore Ravens. That's what I want. Have you guys so, ever read Invisible Cities? Oh, mm, by uh, Italo. Yeah, Calvino. No, I haven't. It I, reminds me of I that book. I have a copy of The it. show really? reminds me of that book. That book what's is that, phenomenal. What's it about? It's just like... Uh, Holy shit, now we've got It homework. follows an explorer <laughs> through... I can't remember which one. The most famous one. And through different cities. And uh, he just describes them, basically. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is just him describing the character of that city. And uh, the last line is like my favorite quote of all time. What is it? What is it? Oh, I want to say it correctly. Okay. (laughs) Because it's kind of long. It's, uh, I feel like I need to look it up. I remember the very last line. I could tell you the very last line. Yeah. 
Is that the, that's the one you were talking about, though, right? Yeah, but it's like a whole paragraph. Oh God! Thing, you know, the okay. whole, you get you get the <laughs> yeah. whole thing in there. But the very last line is, "Seek and learn to rec- recognize who and what in the midst of the inferno are not inferno, and then make them endure. Give them space." That's Whoa! It. Wow! I love that. That, that is. There's a lot there. Yeah. 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 There's that's, that's kind of applicable there's a lot to of the, the wire, wire too. There, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. The yeah. book reminds me of that. That's yeah. awesome. So did you uh, find which side of the game did you identify with more? Like, was it the uh, the cops? Oh, no, question. it wasn't the cops. I can't, <laughs> I can't. I have a thing in me where I just don't like cops. Fuck the even police. If, you know? But yeah. did you find yourself sympathetic to like their plight? And, I did. And sort of the yeah, I don't hate of. all of the characters or anything like that. But like, if I had to choose one, I would definitely not. I would choose the other side. I'd, you're on. You're, you're mm, on the corner with yeah, uh, with D. I'm on the corner. Yeah. with D. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee's Bodie got Brodus. Lee has got them red tops, y'all. <laughs> WMD. WMD. <laughs> now, do you? Uh, what? What? Let's, what? What grade? What? Oh, what grade. <laughs> What are you going to give it? I thought you were asking what grade I was in. (laughs) (laughs) Eighth. Um, (laughs) I would give it, God, I I feel like I'm, I'd give it an A minus. Hey, okay. Take it. I feel like I'm going to like it more though as it goes on. You know what I mean? It's not that I don't like it. You're allowed to give it an incomplete. I just need to, yeah, let's do that. Let's give it an incomplete. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because I definitely need more time with it. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be, you'll give it an A plus. I mean, season four especially. Season four will make you cry like a bitch. Season four is maybe one of the best things that's ever been made by humans. How about I get there and then we talk about that. Okay. Sounds good. We'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah. We'll come back. It's an incomplete. Follow up the first we'll ever up. incomplete. <laughs> Write it down, you guys. Write it. It's a moment in history. Just a journal, entry in the people we know. Canon. We do. Uh, do right. you think there's someone that exists that logs every time we say "bad dad"? Wouldn't if be there is oh now, God. there's gonna be just some weirdo yeah. just sitting there. <laughs> I Tally hope. Which, marks by the on way, his bedpost. He's carving it in. Which, by the way, for that guy, hi Nick. <laughs> <laughs> just on the off chance he's a Nick. That would right? be creepy. He's gotta be a Nick. Hi Nick. Like, hi nick like what if there is a guy named nick watching we just freaked him the fuck watching? out like, <laughs> watching watching yeah and masturbating <laughs> god damn it hashtag bad dad yeah. uh okay guys um i feel like this has been a good conversation uh, we got a good episode I'm today glad. we're gonna have a great discussion with adam kate and holland of the grolix discussing hobbs of calvin and hobbs so st- stick around i guess <laughs> <laughs> don't hit pause So I set the levels, and then I and then I kind of. Yeah. I'm gonna just try go it without it. it today. Sometimes it's nice. I'm scared. This is naked. <laughs> I can't, can't do it. Yeah, this is Put my mo is without the headphones. So I'm I'm gonna go to my natural environment. Fuck yeah. What is it like without him? Dulcet. Oh, that's that's fine. Right. <laughs> now, now your I'm hair is talking. breathing. Now your hair is breathing. Yeah, We're just see, hanging I feel out. Better about this. Like mm. your bed head over I, there. It's too scary. Really? It's too real. You're afraid. Yeah. You just rather listen to your own voice. 
You're like, oh, it's comforting when I hear myself. Well, we've yeah. discussed this. My own voice is the only thing that makes me hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so That's funny because his voice is the only thing that makes me hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's my ringtone. <laughs> what phrase am I saying? <laughs> just the word goblins over and over again. Just goblins, 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 and just rock hard. I love it. Plus oh, the vibration. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Hi, friends. We're here again today. To- I feel like you always pause for them to say hi back. I, I think that's what I'm doing. Hi, friends. Now well, you I do talk. that every episode, don't I? <laughs> Well, just picture like an army of people saying hi back yeah. all over the hi! place. Hi! Just like all arms up. Just just a, hundreds of them. Some just friends with a bunch of Black Panthers? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I have nothing against the Black Panther Party. I'm all for it. They would eat you alive. Self-defense, man. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, they would. I wish you were a Black Panther. God, me t- I wish I was the Black Panther from mm. Marvel Comics. Okay, st- bad dad. Um, bad dad in it. All right. Uh, we're here today with uh, Adam Caton Holland of the uh, the comedy group The Grawlicks. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just responding to you earlier. Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi. Yeah. Hi, hi, Adam. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Adam is uh, he's been on Conan. He's uh, he's the group The Grawlicks has a they did an Amazon pilot called Those Who Can't. He's got an album out called I Don't Know If I Happy mm-hmm. and a podcast called My Dining Room Table. Yeah. That, all right. Well, this has been fun. I'm yeah. going to get out of here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and of course, Leah. What up? And John. Say hi, John. Hey! All right. Nice. Yeah, he's got a good, yeah, got a good one. Yeah, I like that. He's perfected it, uh, I think. <laughs> he's gotten better at it. Yeah. It started off kind of shaky. I know. Shady. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I figured he'd get it eventually. Positive reinforcement has yeah. really worked here. Yeah. Um, so, Adam, why don't you tell us about, uh, first off, how you how you having a good time here in L.A.? <laughs> I'm having a real good time. I've been here for about a week, and uh, it's been kind of exhausting, but last night, as I was telling you, I, I stayed with a, a real human being, a friend of mine who has a, a baby and a wife not, and a not house. Not someone who spends their evenings uh, shouting secrets at strangers. Right. Not a sad, desperate <laughs> comedian who's like either memorizing lines for shitty auditions oh, or God. going to shows. I was, I was with the civilians last night, and it, it definitely chilled me out. It was a good respite. That's, that's good. And now I have like two more days on this trip, and then, uh, then I'm out of here. Fuck yeah. But it's been great. The show's been really fun. I li- And I, I always have a bad reaction to LA, but this trip has been great. I really like it. Good. That. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. Yeah. And it's good. To, I've actually gotten to see you this time. Because every time yeah. you come to town, you're always so busy that I like don't get to see you at all. Well, it's like feast or famine for me. So I come mm-hmm. out here and I just like take every meeting and do every yeah. audition and go to every show. So it's great. I get these weeks, but they like exhaust me. And this mm-hmm. week I've done a good balance of kind of just doing cool stuff. But, That's awesome. You know, well, you nights, like had... last night and hanging out with friends, just kind of being, you not, not going too gung-ho. All the other Grolix guys, Ben Roy and, and Andy Orvidal were in town. And, and Sharpie was in town, And Chris too. Sharpen, too. Yeah, we did a show at the Meltdown on Friday, which was awesome. It was, it was fucking it, incredible. It was yeah, a great was show. Was yeah, great. I was really, really pleased. So, so yeah, it's been a good trip. Dope. Yeah, buddy. Why don't you tell us who you chose to talk about? Who's the person you know? Well, I didn't even know what the premise of the podcast was. I apologize. <laughs> and then you texted me, like, think of a fictional character. And I was like, is it someone? I thought I was going to have to play that, the fictional that character. That's the most common reaction I get right. when I tell people what the show is. They're, when I ask them to be on, they're like, oh, so I've got to come up with somebody? Right. And I was like, I got to write a whole bit in the voice yeah. of this fictional <laughs> character. And like, I was like, I, I will. I like Andy, but god damn, that's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> 
but then I you you clarified it and you're like no just any fictional character character you like so I just I don't know even why but just right the first thing that popped yeah. in my head was Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah, when you said it, mm. when you said it was like you kind of gave it like one second. Yeah. I was like yeah, but this is what it is, and you're like Hobbs, Calvin and Hobbs. <laughs> yeah. And at first I was like wait Thomas Hobbs the philosopher. Right. No Calvin and Hobbs. And uh, and I I was it came jazzed. screeching to the forefront. That was ready. It was that. on my brain for some reason. I wanted to talk he about came, it. He came careening down a hill in a red wagon. He did, and he outran every fictional character <laughs> that I store up there. Like Hobbes <laughs> was just first down the hill. He wanted to be talked about. I suppose. I love it because uh, I actually have a list of the characters that I like. My dream characters that I want people to choose to talk about. Sure, Calvin is one of them. Okay. Uh, when you said Hobbes, I was like, holy shit, I hadn't even considered that. Why are you a Calvin? Why, why do you want to talk about Calvin? Um, just because, well, I just want to talk about the work, really. Yeah, Calvin absolutely. and Hobbes, in general, is such an... It's such a unique thing, especially in its medium, but I think in any cultural uh, form of media, it's, it's so unique, it's so its own thing, and it's so fucking awesome like <laughs> I, I have many of my friends that i consider my dear friends we've had like over the course of many years of knowing them we've wound up hitting upon like oh man we love calvin and Hobbes. just yeah. like kind of drunken talks about calvin and Hobbes. and i've also been able to find there's kind of like two schools there's like the people who were crazy into calvin and Hobbes as mm-hmm. children and then there was a far side group and I like oh, I liked both okay. of those Me a too. lot. I had the a far side was t-shirt. fantastic, but I remember yeah, far side was great, yeah. and I think it established a lot of people's sense I of think wit. I was a far side mm-hmm. person. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think you and and we've my, another friend of mine have always just said you kind of have to choose. You're either a Calvin <laughs> Hobbes person or you're a far side person. Okay, I was so, definitely I a both. Growing up, I had I had some far side books. I had every year I would get a far side. Uh, you know, page a day. Oh, calendar. Yeah. calendar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I and that. I had a far side shirt. I had the one that was. Did you have the push one? No, I yeah, had like the, that's the one school. everybody yeah. had. <laughs> I was I was this asshole. I didn't want that one because everybody else of had. Of course, yep. I yep. knew that. So I don't I even got, know why I asked that. <laughs> I got the one that was um, and a that's cow, a hipster is a born. Cow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was a fucking sixth grade hipster. I had the one that was a cow at a grill cooking burgers and another cow going you're sick jesse yeah, sick, yeah sick, i remember that one yeah that was the one i had because that's i feel like the, chick-fil-a should use that yeah <laughs> chick-fil-a right? should have those cows cooking cows i'm ready to step it up to the next level <laughs> yep stop stop throwing these chickens under the bus cook a cow cow <laughs> <laughs> why can't real. the cows the cows can write but they can't spell very well so yeah that always drives me crazy. i blame the farmer i think the farmer's dumb yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good thing. They're, they're learning they're from an alliterationist. Yeah. yeah, they're probably <laughs> creationist cows <laughs> with this asshole right-wing farmer f- got showing them the way. It's terrible. <laughs> when did you... Were, now, were you a Calvin and Hobbes as a kid, too? Cause I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like... I, I used to be very good at drawing when I was a little kid. I, like Up until about fourth, fifth grade, it was like I was the best in the class. And then my drawing ability stopped. Oh, and no. everybody else, so I'm like, I'm still the best fourth grade drawer you've ever seen. <laughs> but like for some reason, it just, that's when maybe my interest or my ability just waned. So, but from like those early years, like, you know, I was drawing cartoons all the time. I wanted to draw comic strips. So I would read it. I'd read the like, 
I never read comic books like Cool Kids. I'd read like yeah. the newspaper comic strips, and Dude, I was into yeah. those. And I'd go, my parents would encourage the habits. So they'd buy me all sorts of books, and like I just loved Calvin and Hobbes. And even when I stopped drawing from like probably fourth grade through like sixth, seventh grade, I would get, I'd read Calvin and Hobbes every day, but I'd also just get the books. Yeah. And I'd read those the, again and again and again and yeah, again and yeah. again. You can, and the thing is, you can read those over again and again and again without ever getting tired of it like I, I i read comic books too yeah and there's tons of them that i have that i'm just like well probably never gonna read that again sure <laughs> but calvin and Hobbes, i don't know how many times i've read each of those books like anytime i was on a on a road trip with the family like four calvin and Hobbes books were coming along oh yeah that, me too yeah. and i mean i think and i always liked i think when you read those, especially as a young kid, you wanted to be Calvin. You wanted to have that like sense of imagination and mm-hmm. adventure. But I think Hobbes was the calming influence. Like Hobbes was the sort of steady rock support that Calvin needed. Yeah, and so I, I, I always find I find Hobbes the concept of Hobbes calming. I I was Calvin as a kid. Like I was absolutely that kid. Like where I I didn't pay attention. I daydreamed all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't quite take it to the level he took it to. Because if you read it now as an adult, there's some of those storylines where he goes so far with one of his daydreams. Oh yeah, Spaceman Spiff. That you're like, whoa! Like yeah. this kid should be in counseling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's. Like the one where uh, Calvin would be medicated out of having a Hobbes at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, they would yeah. have just like put him on all these pills. He'd be on like I don't even know Ritalin or something. Yeah. I was and, on and Ritalin for death, a long death to time. Hobbes. Ritalin yeah. is the death of Hobbes. <laughs> <laughs> what is the span of uh, how long that runs? And every, I mean, what is the years? I don't even. It know. started in '85. Uh, yeah, and it ran till '95. Wow. Yeah, for so me that's ten years. Yeah, that's five to fifteen. Yeah, so would you guys here. say yeah. you know every single storyline of Calvin and Hobbes? Definitely. Over and over. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, and he. Uh, it's one of the few that because uh, I think they made a Far Side cartoon, didn't they? Am I wrong about pilot. that? There was a oh, pilot. Really? Calvin and Hobbes they? is the only one of those the the big ones because Garfield, um, Peanuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved. Garfield. They all had multiple they had merchandising they had cartoon shows they had all this other stuff fucking calvin and Hobbes. it was just the strip and the books and that was it and you know they threw money at bill watterson they're like Mm -hmm. please make us a saturday morning cartoon yeah i love that's i'm sure that's part of the reason why you love it like bill watterson is like this jd salinger character who just like wants to be left alone and is like Mm -hmm. here's the art i'm creating leave me alone i live out i don't want to talk about it i don't want to fucking sell toys and that just doesn't exist in the modern era anymore and so he's Mm -hmm. so aloof he like i'm just fascinated by the guy yeah so i think that was exactly part of the appeal it's like they didn't you couldn't buy you couldn't get the calendar you couldn't do anything it was like this is the medium to enjoy these two guys it's sad they ripped off calvin and made him those like decals on everything yeah oh god yeah tried to sue them right and they Mm -hmm. or there was some legal there was some battle about it and like a lot of companies ended up changing calvin's look a little bit but then a lot of places didn't and he was just kind of like well whatever i was was thinking anytime you see those calvins it's like white trash it'd be like calvin pissing on like a yeah why why is he always pissing on things i don't know it's because he's a bad character even like that no no that's what that's what's so bad about it like that's what's so frustrating and crass Yeah. yeah exactly but I always feel like since Calvin's always pissing on white trash stuff, like they should make a Hobbes like 
shitting on like high end stuff. Like, check it out. Hobbs is shitting on that new pork belly restaurant. Like, just like Hobbs is the counterpunch. <laughs> That's good. Hobbs puking on a, a DVD box set of The Matt. Wire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't Hobbs, know why I would Hobbs say Hobbs hates all that crap. No, but Hobbs doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> now, he did. I know that Watterson did consider making. Um, I read this that he he was going to make a animated show because he loves animation, mm-hmm. and then he was in talks to make it, but he couldn't. It was the idea of having Calvin's voice right be voiced by an actor that he was like, I can't. Oh, it's yeah. too much. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I mean, I you kinda, think he probably has it in his head. He can hear it almost, and nobody probably. would ever hit it. Just exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Part of me wishes they had done that cartoon because I would have been a fanatic and I would have watched it oh, all the time. Sure. Yeah. But I'm so glad now as a 33-year-old and be like, I'm really glad we didn't have to sit through what could have been a miss. Yeah, That could exactly. have been a bad TV show. Yeah. We just have this... We just have the thing as its purest form. It's Which is awesome. Yeah. And that doesn't was ha- made by one guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And it doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. It does not. And um, where, now, where do you stand on the idea of what Hobbes is? Is he just a stuffed tiger... Or is there something more there? Yeah, I think he's just a stuffed tiger. Okay, and, and that, I think that's purely Calvin's imagination. And so Calvin is has this like subconscious voice that's like the voice of reason, basically, because yeah. that's what Hobbes always serves to be mm-hmm. is the voice of reason to him. It, yes, the voice of reason, but also the voice of encouragement, and he'll yeah. push him a little bit down in danger. Like I feel like you know his parents are very loving, but they're hard asses. Yeah, and the kids at school hate his guts. He's yeah. got no one really. I mean, the parents love him, but they're not going to encourage these sort of like potentially destructive, weird, you know, imagination yeah. trips he goes on. Well, but Hobbes will. Yeah, exactly. And Hobbes will keep them safe within them, but he'll encourage them all the way. He'll just be like, yeah, whatever little adventure you want to go on, like, go for it. I'm with you. Yeah. And I love that about it. Yeah, exactly. Hobbes is the most well-balanced character Mm -hmm. in the entire... Because out of all the other characters, there's Rosalind, the babysitter, Miss Wormwood, the teacher. Susie. um, Susie Durkins, who Mm -hmm. I love. I love Susie. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all these... And Mo, the bully. It's all these characters that don't understand Calvin. Right. And will never hope to understand him. Even his parents, to a degree, who are great parents by all accounts, I think, in the in the strip. Definitely. Even they have their little weird things. Like, his dad is sort of like a Luddite. Mm-hmm. And kind of like he's, you know, everything builds character. He sort of has this, like, hard line about that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's very, like, dad works the office job. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be a good boy at home. Like, that's just, like, the nine-to-five yeah. meat and potatoes yeah. guy. And his mom is a little bit... I mean, she's great, but... Even her, there's certain there's a certain barrier I think with her where she won't understand Calvin. Mm-hmm. Hobbes understands him, right, and encourages him on a lot of like some of the things. It's weird because Hobbes goes back and forth. Like he'll you know he'll be like, well, because Hobbes is always into girls. You know, I think maybe yeah. that like Hobbes is 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 Calvin's impending maturity. I think exactly maturity. so, and I think like when Calvin gets a little older he's not going to need Hobbes exactly yeah. Hobbes is something he invented we'll be because he needed him too. yeah which is why I always like thought I looked up the um last Calvin and Hobbes ever the oh, last God. comic strip that is the single greatest ending to a story ever well it's like a non-ending it's like open-ended yeah. you know it's like they go out it's it, snowing it was published on I think New Year's Day 
Oh, really? Of 1996. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's and it's all about New Year's. It's all about about it's about the snow like covering the earth, and it's like a whole blank yeah, a palette. Blank, it, it, it Hobbs says a great line. He says, "Oh, it's a it's like a blank piece of paper just waiting to be drawn on." Or yes, something like exactly. That. Oh my god! That's and then great. it's like uh, it's literally like it's so bittersweet. It's just beautiful. He's like, "Come on, old friend, like let's go exploring." Let's go exploring. That's the and whole it, boom. And done. the art reflects it because in the last panel, it literally is just a white panel, but with them drawn on it. Oh, yeah, nice. like, like I have it. I think I've seen <laughs> it's, that. It's actually. like it makes me I've cry. It's so that. pretty. Yeah. Oh my god! I've I've, yeah. I've never read it without getting choked. I think the first time I read it, I bawled. Yeah. Oh, John's holding yeah. Look it at up all that it. white. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a magical world, Hobbs, old buddy. Let's go exploring. Oh. That's the last it's line. It's so Great. fucking perfect. Yeah. And actually, this last collection, like as when Bill Watterson knew he was ending it, and he did this these last strips, um, you see Calvin grow up. <laughs> In these, in these, in this last book, a lot. Th- there's the Sounds whole arc with Rosalind, the babysitter, who, for the entire history of the strip, nemesis, nemesis, right. And in that last story arc with her, they're friends. Like she figures out a way to get Calvin to do what she wants, and he figures out a way to like bring her to his to his world. Sure. And it, they play fucking Calvin ball, and it's amazing. Like it's a maturation. Yeah. I always thought of really like the saddest There's, ending of all time if I was doing that, but I'm not the genius Bill Watterson is. I think it'd be a weird and sad if like Calvin uh like one day Hobbs was just inanimate and he was like Oh my god. Yeah, it would break your heart. Oh my god. Like if he was like, "Wait, why what's wrong with Hobbs?" and Hobbs is just like an inanimate. He's like grown out of it. Can then, you imagine the, uh, <laughs> but the, the, the therapy boom that would yeah. happen within our generation? Well, but I was thinking he could be sad, and then his parents could try to explain it to him, and then like Susie comes over and is like, "Hey, can Calvin play?" And then he goes and plays with Susie. And that, that, yeah. that would be like a sweet. That would ending. actually be sweet. Yeah. But uh, but you know, he did it better than that. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that could be an interesting. That angle. would be an interesting angle. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. But yeah, you kind of can't see that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would of be course, too it'd real. be way too real. It'd be way too fucking real. <laughs> we got a note from john we got a note from john and it is adam just said the saddest thing i've ever heard <laughs> yeah he was like in tears back there i know <laughs> it's very sad i'm telling you i have this one friend drew bixby and like we'll get drunk and we'll talk about calvin and Hobbes for the entire night and we'll just come up with sad shit like that just like terrible endings oh man yeah but because we find a beauty in it we find a, and i think there's a sadness in it too because we're sad weird people that's why we do it have you guys ever seen sorry tangent no, the futurama uh there's just one episode the where dog he, the dog yeah it's like the saddest thing i've ever seen i in haven't my seen life. that one. Oh, okay. um, there, futurama has a few episodes that are like that where they'll like just out of nowhere you'll they'll hit you with some real shit and you're just like what yeah. i want to watch the robot drink and fart yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah oh there's one cried. in the last the last season of futurama too there's an episode towards the end okay, where it might even be the f- series finale where there's like he goes back in time to his mom and dad and stuff it's oh god well, you can't have a group of funny people around for too long before it didn't get sad yeah. <laughs> like so yeah, in, in a 12 episode season anyway. there's gonna be one sad episode yeah, you yeah, know it's for kinda, sure it oh, has i love to, that it's the yeah. end of the yang you I have to have both it. well in calvin and Hobbes too there's like it's the strip is it, you know there'll be the joke strips that are like haha ha, this is funny mm-hmm. and there'll be like the commentary strips where it's like ah message you know? right but then every now and then, and actually not even every now and then, but often there are strips that are just like, hey, here's here's just a, a meditation. It'll be just a meditation on something. Like, it'll just be Hobbes and Calvin 
curled up in front of a fire right snuggling i think i saw like, only those ones really no there's some in the lily, there's some very funny ones yeah too. Like, i didn't see that i would because i'd skip over it because i wanted <laughs> i wanted all of them to be hilarious you know i just read all the funny ones there's and I, one i read that, that a couple times and it was just, always that yeah there, there are always those sweet ones but uh they'll have just arcs especially if you read the books you'll see them like there was one arc i remember where it's like they're playing around with the dad's car and it backs they uh, accidentally put like it the, put the it garage. In, yeah, yeah no it backs across the road into oh, a ravine yeah, yeah. and they're oh, so geez. and they're so terrified that they run away and so they like pack bags i think that might even be yukon ho i think it is or maybe yukon ho just i think that actually starts they just get pissed at mom and they're they're, they're just like fuck it right yeah. calvin puts his helmet on yeah but no they go here. off to live in the woods and it's like this whole and then you know literally they'll stretch it out for probably 14 days of them just like hey well well hobbs we're out in the woods you know and then yeah. we're, this is us this is our new life we got to throw our everything we know behind and then you know the m- mom finds them 500 yards away in yeah. the woods like they don't go that but that's the best part about it that's that imagination it's like you really feel like wow they are going out into the wilderness and then it goes back to reality where the hobbs is a bear and they're just kind of out in the woods behind yeah. the house a little bit like that yeah. that's just a really clever way of showing the imagination of a boy calvin's yeah. age yeah. well and even so like on a real level like how how different the world looks to a kid yes. like how big mm-hmm. the world can be exactly you know? it's hard to it's, capture that if yeah. you try to write things and, the, and it's kind of a serious subject too the idea of running away yeah like and they do that a lot like there's the episode the, the, the episode right. story arc where the house gets broken into oh yeah and calvin's whole sense of security is shattered yes um, and they can't find Hobbs. They go, yeah. they went on a vacation, and oh, they come back, right. and the house yeah. has been broken into, and he freaks out. Yeah. He can't find Hobbs, and then they find gone. Hobbs like under the blankets in his bed or something like that. Yeah. But it's just this like really sad. I lost my best friend, and they draw it out for you know a week or so at a yeah. time. If you're reading that serialized as a child, so it's kind of it, I don't know. You don't see a lot of comic strips doing stuff like that. No, no. I mean, there's like crankshaft and uh <laughs> what funky winker bean but yep. those are just depressing <laughs> there's like alcoholism and death and there were so many bad comics <laughs> that went alongside like crankshaft is so so terrible we did like a grolix sketch where uh we would grolix is like a, a swear word in a comic yeah. strip like mm-hmm. if, that's what a grolix is oh. so we pretended we used to do an upfront where we'd project comic strips and be like we have the ability to unscramble grolixes because we are the grolix so we would do like a crankshaft <laughs> And uh, it'd be like, you know, we'd, we'd Photoshop it so like one whole balloon bubble of text was like scrambled up yeah. in Grolix and then we'd like unscramble it and be like, all my friends died at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> like, just like the, sad, <laughs> like the saddest old man. <laughs> Poor crankshaft. Uh, yeah, he's a real, ooh. What a Real sad. curmudgeon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but back to Hobbes. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he'll encourage calvin stuff like he'll 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 oppose it too like again he he, he's into girls like whenever susie comes over he's like ooh, maybe we'll smooch well they got that club like get rid of of slimy girls get rid of slimy girls with the last s (laughs) in like parentheses as part of the and hobbs will go all in and with that Mm -hmm. like he'll be like yeah fuck that let's do it let's go let's go terrorize some girls but then as soon as a piece of trim comes around (laughs) hobbs Hobbs is right off that train yeah he puts on his tie and it's a charm offensive All of a sudden, he drops that little newspaper hat, and he's all about the puss. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, 
it's he's so balanced because he goes back and forth on these things. He like attacks Calvin. Like I love that the whole idea of like every time Calvin comes home from oh, school, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hops just jumps out and attacks. He's just him. coiled like a spring and just blows through the front door. Yeah, that's drawn yeah. so well too because Calvin will be like. He'll even put up like a decoy Calvin, yeah. be like spiky hair, and like, no, nope, Hobbs didn't bite. And then he opens the door and it'll just like boom, level Calvin. All his, ba- <laughs> his backpack will be split open. There'll be papers everywhere. It's just hilarious. Yeah. The way that it's. Anytime Calvin, this is, this is going to sound terrible, but anytime Calvin like gets hit or like whatever, like the action of that is drawn so well because it's just like. It's. It, it's just everything's in disarray. He's destroyed. Like anytime, there's panels of like after Mo hits him, of him just like on his head and side, like in this weird fucking splayed out against lockers. Yeah, like, or his head will be like completely underground. Yeah. Like he's been like he's been like pummeled into yeah. the earth by yeah. this punch. Yeah, and it's just like funny to watch a child destroyed. <laughs> Do you, uh, there's also just like I don't know I feel like people probably copy it a lot to this day but I, I bet it was pretty groundbreaking like just as you said capturing what it, a child's imagination is like yeah. they do it so well like an entire panel like a Sunday color panel where they'll do well he'll be a dinosaur and like uh-huh. every single panel is just well drawn dinosaurs interaction and yeah. then in the middle of it there'll be one of like Calvin with like ugh, with like T-Rex arms and his teeth and you see oh yeah this is a boy a acting kid. this out yeah. and then just right back into it yeah. and that's just brilliant it's yeah. so subtle well he's such a great artist yes like he can draw so realistically and well and then and then he does this cartoon stuff and it's his his attention to detail is amazing like there's a panel I saw in this one when I was reading it last night where the sled hits a tree you know, as it always does. Right. The sled hits a tree, and they go flying. But in the panel, he drew, like, pine needles gathered around the tree. Like, so when the sled hit the tree, it shook these pine needles to the ground. And it's like, that's such, like, who thinks to put that detail in there? Yeah. It's so fucking cool. Um, have you seen, it's been going around as, like, a meme lately online, but it's 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 drawn by Bill Watterson, and it's sort of like an explanation of why he never yes. did. A, I didn't know it was him. I didn't think it was him that drew it. It's his words. Well, then maybe it was but someone. It was clearly, someone it's someone trying to stylize his style. His yeah. style. But it's basically his words about like yeah. they're gonna throw, they're gonna drive a truckload of money up to your house. They're gonna try to tell yeah. you to like that's so good that this is the way you need to do it. That you have to sell out. That you have to do this stuff. And he's like, they're gonna tell you that like prioritizing a family and a son and spending time with that son is like the wrong way to do it. You're not a success. And it's just this great, it's really animated good. in the style of Calvin and Hobbes description of like why you don't need to sell out. Essentially, yeah. oh, it's, it's so oh, wow. it's fantastic. It's super inspirational. Yeah, there's a there's a comic book called Lock and Key. Oh, uh, where did I hear about that? I said somebody was tweeting about that recently. I tweet about it. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> but it just ended, and it's Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. It's a great comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the series just ended, but there's an issue. Okay. There's a couple issues where um, the artist Gabriel Rodriguez does it in this style because like there's an issue that's told from the point of view of a little kid. Okay, and they, it's. Whenever it goes to his point of view, it's drawn in the style of Bill Watterson. Oh, wow. And they even, like, do, like, Calvin and Hobbes references. Like, the kid turns into a bird, but, like, literally, magically turns into a bird. <laughs> but it's drawn the way, like, Bill Watterson would draw a bird when Calvin's imagining he's a bird. Yeah. And it's just, it's really, 
That sounds good. Anyway, it's it, he's just he's just been such an influence on so many people that like yeah you have these people that try to draw like him and it's instantly recognizable. Like you'll see something that's drawn in the style of Bill Waterson, you know exactly what they're trying to do. Well, that's the great thing about it though, is because I don't read that many comic books anymore, so I don't really see that. Mm-hmm. But that's the best part. It's because because he only gave us this comic book, then that's where you'll see people like being influenced by him. Yeah. But, but it hasn't worked its way into pop culture further because it only exists in this medium. Yeah. Like, so it's more of an interpretive thing. Like, I know what Calvin and Hobbes means to me, and maybe I it, like I live my life accordingly. But you won't see like you know I'm not quoting the the line from the Calvin and Hobbes movie, or like <laughs> yeah. you know I'm not yeah. using the Just Calvin and Hobbes theme music in my web yeah. series to be like, nope, Calvin and Hobbes. The only way you can pay homage to it is if you're actually reading comic books, yeah, or like in, of, cognizant of that world. I think that's kind of great. It is. Oh, it's it really. Has, bled all over pop yeah. culture too much yeah it hasn't it hasn't it hasn't outlasted what it not outlasted it hasn't expanded past what it is meant to accomplish you know what i mean right like there's so many other things where you kind of like comic books are a great example just because everyone's making movies from them but and cartoons and action figures and whatever the fuck but like you know, if you have something like that that you care about, or like Star Wars with the original trilogy uh, versus the uh. prequels, like you kind of have to do some separation. You have to filter something. You have to say, okay, well, this is the thing I enjoy. But and like when you get into a conversation with it about it with somebody, you have to be like, yeah, but I only enjoy this, what it is. Right. Like the, all this other stuff, the satellite shit around it that it's become, I'm not into that. Calvin and Hobbes, you don't have to explain it. It's just like, this is what I like, and everybody knows exactly what you mean. Yeah, so I guess it really satisfies the inner hipster in all of us, because it's just like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to be like, yeah. nah, but they fucking ruined it, man. And yeah. they, like, it's just like, no, it still exists in its purest form, and nobody ever did anything else with it, besides this like knockoff bumper sticker that yeah. really has nothing to do with it at all. Like You don't yeah. even care about it. It's so far yeah, from like the source material. Yeah, everybody knows that, too. Like, everybody knows I that knew it's that, not... I knew that, I'm not even familiar right. with the... Yeah. <laughs> right, you like, were just like, but Calvin would never piss on things like that. That's too like about him and well and he's smarter than that i don't know people pissing on things isn't it's doesn't also just not as bad the humor's not as me. base as yeah. like a guy yeah, as a exactly, kid peeing exactly. on stuff and, and you know that not yeah. even being yeah. right like well, an expert. the few things i saw because calvin for all of his like destructive impulses in the book is you know he's a smart kid right like he's got this huge vocabulary i love it though when he doesn't know a word mm-hmm. and hobbs like cracks some sarcastic joke about about calvin not knowing what a word means yeah yeah i love that because that that serves there's a few like little clues that bill waterson puts in there that serves this idea of like maybe it's not just a stuffed tiger maybe it's not just his projections but, what do you um, think about that i mean i i'm with you i yeah. mean the realist in me is with you i'm like yeah. yeah it's just it's just this latent thing in his head it's the it's the inner parental voice inside of him that's right. guiding him and that someday he won't need him and he'll he'll integrate that into his personality right but but I also like to think, like, like, <clears throat> for example, you know, Hobbes will write a poem, and Calvin will hand the poem to his dad and be like, read this to us, Hobbes wrote it. There's things like that. There's things like if, uh, well, there's, I don't know if this is so much Hobbes, but one of his other daydreams that involves aliens, aliens come to the door, they ring the doorbell, Calvin goes to talk to the aliens. There's a panel where his mom is like, hey, Calvin, who's at the door? Meaning somebody rang the fucking doorbell. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So did Calvin go outside and ring the doorbell and come back in? Because if that's the case, like maybe medication is good for him. <laughs> no, I think it's just like some someone's delivering a package or something. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's how he's choosing to, he, to think of that interaction for the yeah. day. Like, but, I, there's Or one, he opened the door. Did she hear him open it? it was maybe before. she just heard him open yeah. it. And she's like, what are you doing? But every time he gets 
mauled by Hobbs. There's visible wreckage on him. <laughs> yeah, like, there's yeah. visible damage. There's a, there's one strip where his parents make a remark about his shoes. You go through so many shoes because he's always throwing the shoes when Hobbs attacks him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like something's chewing on these shoes. Maybe he is a magical little guy. I don't I don't know. But yeah, I, I think that's just you, like you. the extent of which he roughhouses and yeah. fucks around. Yeah, true. It's just like he, he ruins his clothing and stuff. Yeah. There's one comic there's one that I remember so well, and it's like, I don't know if it's even emblematic of anything. I just am fond of it, so I want to talk about it. But it's just, it's just, uh, Cal- it's like it start- It's your classic Calvin and Hobbes. It's like a four-panel one, and the first three panels are all drawn really elaborately with his imagination, and then the fourth panel reveals that it's him imagining. Mm-hmm. So it's just like an alligator, and he's like, and it's like it, they usually do like a movie, like a animal documentary voiceover. It's like you know the the Amazon crocodile like is known yeah, to lay very still those, and, yeah. and you'll see like just the eye of the crocodile and the next panel is like another shot of the crocodile just laying still like wait and it can wait for hours for its prey just waiting waiting third panel is like another one of him like waiting and then the fourth panel is him just face down dead man pose in the pool and it's like there's an instructor and other kids being like calvin are you okay like calvin <laughs> and it's just his head is just like the crocodile waits he waits he's just like no yeah he's gonna explode yeah. on this woman I, those are i think my favorite in general are the anytime Calvin and Hobbes are in the woods. That's yes. like period, yes. end of story, like my favorite. Because they, they contemplate on these, they ruminate on these like giant subjects, these very broad ideas of things. And that's another thing about the strip that's great. There are never any specific cultural references or, or things that will date it or time it. There's never, they, they talk about politicians and politics, but they don't mention for example, Bill Clinton or oh, yeah. George Bush. Yeah, it is they, absolutely timeless. They talk about music from the 70s and 60s, but they'll never say Fleetwood Mac or the Beach Boys, you know? like Right, they'll just get a rock and roll album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but I love it whenever Calvin and Hobbes are out in the woods, especially when it's fall, and they're just walking around, and they're talking about, ah, man is insignificant. <laughs> or, right, I mean, they are based off these philosophers, but they, they, yeah. they philosophize. They yeah. just they Which is, sit and figure out the yeah. world. Because they're named, I mean, they are named after John Calvin and Thomas Hobbes, philosophers. Right. But um, aside from those, I love it when Calvin is doing his daydreaming that leads to something destructive. Absolutely. There's one where he imagines he's a bomb coming out of a, 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 a plane flying over a city and is this this bomb with a big calvin grin on it yeah yeah i, and, I remember that one and then the last panel it's his mom grabbing him and he's got he's running out the door with a baseball bat like, <laughs> like it's just what is he gonna do yeah. he's gonna run out there and just smash something up well i also like it's you know we live in a less innocent time than when that was going on of like a ton of school shootings yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and so it's like there's panels where he would have like when he would make snowmen on the front oh, lawn God, yes and they're yes. The, they're the most horrific like the snowmen are like eating each other or yeah. one's like <laughs> stomachs like gouged out or their heads yeah. are cut off it's like this is a kid enacting his sick fantasies with snowman i feel like now people be like we can't show kids doing yeah. that i i used to do that in, in class i would draw horribly graphic violent pictures yeah and that was i mean did they sit you down and have the a couple times like teachers would be like uh, the horror what? movie what conversation you, with what you. are you doing right now what is wrong with you but i, I felt like it was too. like my catharsis it yeah. was like this is what keeps me like i know that this is whatever but i'm getting it out you know what i mean like my friend and i would always drop it was more like all the way in high school we dropped 
penguins doing awful things to each other. <laughs> and so like, that was our fix. We just saw penguins doing really horrific shit. I remember one time we were in, we were like seniors in high school and we were like passing stuff back and forth and the teacher looked at it and he liked us because we were like actually good kids. We did well. We weren't like the ones in the trench coats you needed to worry about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was, it was a, <laughs> this guy was Mr. Tallhofer and he picked it up. He's like, what are you guys fucking doing? You're not paying attention. And it was a picture that my friend had drawn and it was one penguin and he had just ripped the heart out of another penguin <laughs> and he was holding it in front of the penguin's face to look at and the caption said I want you to see how black this is <laughs> and he handed it back to us and he's like just yeah alright do whatever the fuck you guys want to do you're beyond my help yeah <laughs> that's, I think that's how teachers do it to me yeah, too yeah. they were just like you know what it well, I'll keep an eye on you, but I'm not paid enough <laughs> to really get to the bottom to you of about this. this. Yeah. yeah. When I was in college, I was in this uh, English class, and I had this Chinese girl named Kathy that sat next to me, and she would like we would. I don't know how we got to this point, but I would draw a picture of me murdering her and pass it to her, <laughs> and then she'd draw it back of her escaping, and we would do it the whole time. And I don't know why it's awesome or how we got there, but that was our relationship. She nice. was great. Did you yeah. speak English? Yeah, yeah. The first thing she said to me, though, was that, I swear to God, she pointed at her Hello Kitty ring and goes, Hello Kitty! Exactly like that. And you're like, I'm going to draw a picture like, of me you're my murdering you. <laughs> ever. I just knew she was cool with it, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. I had, yeah, I had a couple friends in school. We would, we would draw pictures of, like... It's fun. You just, like, try to outdo yeah, each other. There's little yeah. jokes in it. Yeah, and we'd pass them back and forth. Calvin didn't have anyone to pass it back and forth to. <laughs> right, though. so he passed it back and forth with Hobbes. Yeah. I think also, it's interesting that you guys relate to, like, you relate to Calvin and you relate to Hobbes. Because I wonder, because they're both sides of, I mean, if you guys, you know, it's both sides of Calvin's personality, right? Sure, so, sure. I mean, I... Are you my Hobbes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Can I be your Hobbes? <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way. Will you be my Hobbes? <laughs> Let me put it this way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way. Fuck you. <laughs> No, I mean, I just like, I don't think I was a Calvin. I more, when I was reading it, I just appreciated Calvin. Yeah. I wished I was like a Calvin, mm-hmm. but I would probably, but I appreciated the Hobbes role. And like, just the, so that when you asked me who I want to talk about this, the idea of Hobbes, like I said earlier, is calming to me. And it's like, I think everyone wishes they had a Hobbes. Yeah. She's like, yeah, dude, I'm down yeah. for whatever ride you want to go on. But I'll also tell you, stop being a dipshit sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and maybe girls aren't so and bad. And maybe girls aren't so bad. <laughs> And I'm going to attack you every now and then just right. to well, keep like, you on your that, toes. That's, like, Hobbes can be petty. Like, when they're yeah. doing the gross club, you know, Hobbes will be up there and he'll have the rope that they use to climb up and he'll make a, he'll add all these new rules that like of stuff Calvin has to say yeah, before yeah. he can climb up the rope. Like, <laughs> they'll bicker back and forth. And also, like, when Hobbes... You know, I love Hob- it when they fight and then... Like they get when they get really get into it. Oh when yeah. they get really angry they start with each snarling other. Snarling at each and other. They're snarling and they fight and like Calvin like sometimes will cry. Yeah. And then at the end of it they're just like, Hey, we're buds. Yeah. <laughs> like, um also like there's a... Uh, like you were saying, Hobbes can be really smart and he'll use a big word and like be like, Hey dip and you're like, Oh, that was a wink from Watterson being like this this tiger is really far beyond his years. But there's also panels where he'll do calvin's homework because yeah. they want to play with him and he's like i gotta do the homework he's like i'll, I'll crank it out and then it's always so it's wrong yeah. it's just like terrible it's just like a picture of a tiger eating the teacher yeah, or something. Just like, well, this is all done let's go play outside but yeah. you know so he can be smart and stupid yeah, yeah. but he, he ultimately serves to be i don't know it's it's almost like he is calvin's desire to be better mm-hmm. i like think so manifested like there's one of my favorite strips is when Calvin's asleep, and they do this a lot. 
where Hobbs Calvin's asleep and Hobbs will attack him to wake him up. And they'll do uh in this particular one, he attacks him, knocks him out of bed and stuff, and is like, Hey, guess what? It's morning. We can do stuff yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Hobbs and Calvin's just like, it's hard to be mad at this guy. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's just... It, I, Gotta it, love his zeal. Yeah. There's also a great panel, like, uh, I remember it very well. It's just such a good point where Calvin gets sick, but it's summer, and he's oh, so yeah. pissed off. He's sick yeah. for like a week like, straight. Shouldn't count. I should get a week I off get these, I should get yeah. these weeks back. It's just like little things like that are great. Yeah. It's just the best. I know. It literally <laughs> is the best. And I think like... I definitely liked Farside. My friend and I, I don't know why we had this this arbitrary, you have to choose one. I liked Farside a lot, and I read it a ton, and mm-hmm. I think it influenced my sense of humor a lot. But yeah. I definitely think that there's just way more heart to a Calvin and Hobbes. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Farside, well, you guys are making me want to read it now and feel like I missed out on something. You should, get, Genuinely. Yeah, you should really get in there. I mean, you like were that. reading it last night, but it stands up. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. can get lost in these things so easily again and again. What does that say? You did. <laughs> you did what? Missed out on something. Oh God, yeah, you did. Well, I mean, I can get it back. I'll do. Do you it. think it's yeah, boys? Do you think it's more for boys? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Because it's. I mean, it I know a like lot right of girls. My that alley, love it. Actually, it's so sensitive. To be honest, it's so you. sensitive. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. had imaginary friends. I was one of those kids that did that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's occasionally there's like a joke. Of you know, there's like a gen- there'll be a gender specific thing, but usually it's to make fun of Calvin's. Yeah, like there's one where he's walk walking around with a hammer, and he's like, "I've got a hammer, I can destroy and build, blah blah blah." And then the next panel's like, "God, I love being male," or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And it's like that's like the only one I can think of where it's kind of like there's definitely a vibe when just what it looks like. I think where I was like, "Oh, this is a boy thing." Well, boys. you know, with the Susie. Durkin's character they'll invest long plot devices with oh, her yeah. too as well and they'll show her like she just wants to be friends with Calvin and he's just like girls are gross you know so it's it's, it's and, and then she's smart and, and she's smarter and more mature and yeah. she's yeah. just like and literally she'll be like he'll come around like yeah. she's she keeps giving him the benefit of the doubt I yeah. never ran into her and they'll always go like she'll invite them over for tea parties and Hobbs will want to go because he has a crush on on Susie, and I'll be like, "Do you think we'll get smooches?" And like, they, and he's like, "Ugh, gross!" And then they'll go over to a tea party, and Susie will have like a rabbit and a doll, and he's like, "This is Mr. Rabbit." And Calvin will be like, "This is so dumb. You play with dolls." And she's like, "You got your stupid old tiger." And then he like leaves in a huff. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna end up with Susie, right? Like, I hope gonna, so. I yeah. think they'll get married. They need to. Yeah. I think How old they, is he? Well, like seven, six, seven, six eight. or seven, six. 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 Yeah. He's six years old. Um, wow. Yeah. So he's you know he doesn't yeah, like girls. Got, yeah, of course not. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. I love that. Hops. They're gonna. They're gonna though. Yeah. They're, I mean, like I it would be if they did story. like in the comic. Wow. No. Weird. Yeah, you always wonder what kind of teenager Calvin becomes. <laughs> right. Yeah. You kind of worry about like, it. Is, yeah. Is is he gonna be like? Is he gonna be still in the shit with baseball bats when he's fifteen? <laughs> right. He's gonna go to jail. Oh man, I just remember the camping plots. His dad's always taking him camping, yeah. And then like because it builds character, They're, all their family vacations are build character, go camping, and then it just downpours rain the entire time <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. they're out there. It's I don't know, little stuff like that, so funny. God, there's always there's a lot of them too. There's a lot of strips where he maybe not a lot, but a few where he's like calling a hardware store or a munitions company. Yeah, like, exactly. Trying to order C4 or something. And you're just like, again, that's not going to be... In a post-Columbine yeah. world, you're not, you can't have a comic strip. Yeah. Every newspaper editor in the country would have been like, we're not going to let Calvin order C4 or like try, <laughs> try to order it. But it was like, a, it was a more innocent time. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. 
it's like I said it before. I'll say it again. It's the best. Like I don't, I don't, I can't think of another cultural item like it. You know? Yeah. It's it's you you gotta you gotta check it well, out. You grew up with it. You guys both did. Well, yeah. it's also it's almost like uh, it's almost like fucking Nirvana. It was just like yeah, yeah. It, Because Kurt Cobain died, they never had the chance to suck or yeah. get bloated or become a bad impression of themselves or anything it's just this like perfect piece from our youth that we're like okay these guys just did these few albums and they're fucking awesome and that's how it is and never it got a chance to be real it'll, it'll always, always be that way, that way. Yeah. and that is that way with Calvin and Hobbes just because Bill Watterson has like the strongest backbone in pop culture <laughs> and was Seriously, just like yeah. I'm not gonna bow to this this is my creation and that's it like what else has he done nothing else yeah. that's I, it's amazing and the reason he decided to end it too was so he was just like I think I've said what I need to say here. I want to wrap it up. I'm. Uh, I got I, enough. I, I'm wealthy. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've made enough of a living from it, and I want to do something else. And you really get the it. feeling that he wants to like. I want to go play with my kid in the woods now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. Totally. It's just like I don't know. There's there's too few people like Bill Watterson. Yeah, I agree. No, we need more Bill Watersons in the world. Definitely. So, I guess I can't ask you if you would trade places with Hobbs because. He's not real, and you'd it'd probably be weird if you hang out with a six-year-old. <laughs> I don't know when you when you were talking You're about those, those life fall those, casually. <laughs> your your favorite uh, Calvin and Hobbes when they're out in the woods walking around is drawn so idyllically, and it's yeah. such a great world. Like when they're sledding in their backwoods, I've always I love the world of it, yeah. and I love the way it's drawn. And I always wished that I could walk out my back door and have the woods that they play yeah. in, See, the I way was, that those woods look. I so had I, that as a kid. I, I was didn't. Really I, didn't fortunate. I, did I lived I in the that city. That like I, you know, Denver's got mountains. You can drive yeah. and be in the woods, but I lived in a neighborhood in the city. Uh, so I think I would trade with Hobbs if I could just have that as my world. Like yeah. I, I love that world. And then it yeah. speaks to me even as a city kid. You you actually had woods to go play around yeah. in, which yeah. is fantastic. I did too. I used to run in the path in the woods. And like yeah, I, we built a fort when I was a kid. We ever. built a yeah. fort in the in the woods. And that's like, great. Yeah, our yeah, parents the used whole to thing. just let us walk through the woods to the grocery store to get candy all uh, the time. My grandma lived out in Virginia on <laughs> a bunch of woods, so I'd play in those woods when we go visit her. But yeah, no, it's like I'm nostalgic for it, and I didn't even have it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's so. how I feel about Calvin and Hobbes now. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I feel that, but I, I don't. I so don't yeah, know. I'd trade with Hobbes. I'm not having that much fun in this life. I'd, I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd go Hobbes for sure. Just have a kid. <laughs> just go have a kid, and in six years. Yeah, you can be somebody's Hobbs. Fair enough. I'll do that. I gotta go knock somebody out. (laughs) (laughs) Get to work. All right, I will. Uh, Do you you think, is there a definitive strip, you think? Is there a strip from Calvin and Hobbs that you think is like the thing for for the character of Hobbs, at least? Um, I think, I remember the strip that you were talking about where Hobbs attacks him so hard in the morning and he's like, it's a whole day, we can go do things. I think that's probably the definitive strip for me. But I certainly think um, that last one with the yeah. the, la- the last one because he's just like this. He's a, he's not a yes man. He, he is a yes man, but he's like it's almost like there's these panels where you'll see Hobbes just sort of silently listening to everything Calvin says and like he's pleased. He agrees with everything he's saying, yeah. and it's almost like that's where he's like this life coach, and he's like, yeah, you get it, little dude, you get it, and yeah. it's like he's coaching him. You're doing and that, okay. That last panel is him like, yeah, he's like, yeah, everything you said. 100% right. Yeah. And so I, that's like, that's how I think of Hobbes is like this kind of like, he'll tell Calvin when he's doing wrong, but when he's doing right, he just sits there. He's like, mm-hmm, you're doing yeah. it. He's not showing him how to do it. He's just kind of like watching him do it. Yeah. And so I like that. 
That's, That's awesome. There's, yeah. uh, there's one... You just reminded me of this. I know we, we kind of have to wrap it up, but... Okay, I, sure. There's this one... You just reminded me of it. There's this one sp- strip in particular that's where Calvin is going off about culture, you know, po- pop culture right now and then TV and politicians, basically the world. And he's just like, all it is is just people yelling at each other. And it, I read this last night and it, like, I think it, may, it hit harder now in 2014 than it probably did back in 95. But it was just like... Everybody just yells at each other. That's all it is. Is people are outraged, and there's there's it's black or white, and everyone's against each other, and nobody actually just like talks to each other and comes to a compromised conclusion anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's complaining about this, and Hobbs is listening. It's that same thing where he's they're walking through the woods, and Hobbs is just listening to him say all this stuff, and he stops and he's like, "I agree. I think you're right. You have a point." <laughs> and it's and it's like I mean. And then Cal- there's like a panel of just silence. Calvin and Hobbs are just looking at each other. And the next panel is Calvin going, what a boring day this turned out to be. <laughs> yeah. like, like- well, you just reminded me of one that I think is a quintessential one for me. And I'll wrap it up. But uh, there, it's a one, it's a long one. There were the Sunday panels, which are not the four, but they were like 10. Yeah. You know? And it's basically they're going through the woods and there's a bunch of litter. And there's trash out oh, there. Yeah. And Calvin goes on a vitriolic rant. And Hobbes just listens to him and listens to everything he says. And it's every panel. Calvin's just ranting about how bad humanity is and how could anyone throw trash in the woods, blah, blah, blah. And then Cal- and then Hobbes says, like, yeah, that's why I'm glad I have no part of it. I'm a tiger. Like, I'm an animal. And then the next panel is Calvin with all his clothes off naked. And he's like, I'm with you, buddy. He's <laughs> <It's laughs> like, like, I reject humanity. And they're walking off yes. into the woods. He's like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm not a human anymore. It's great. Yeah. That's like, that's a perfect Hobbes panel you know what i'm i th- i think i'm just gonna strip naked and run to the woods <laughs> yeah, now. exactly like, that's do all it. i want to do well we're right by that I elysian park let's just start yeah, over let's there go, let's just guys let's go to elysian park and just live there <laughs> naked <laughs> yeah live from there now naked. on yeah, yeah. i'm <laughs> into it i'm into it we'll put up this podcast so people will know that that's where right we are. this will be our like ethos this <laughs> yeah, was yeah, our guys. final yeah, statement this is our thing yeah in that way i feel like bill watterson getting out before it gets turned into something, before people we know Saturday morning cartoon happen. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Bad dad. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I want to thank you so much for coming by and yeah. talking to us. It's happy to, nice to talk about Calvin and Hobbes, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's I, great. Thanks for having me. Uh, where can we where can we find your stuff? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Kayton Holland, C-A-Y-T-O-N, Holland. Uh, and I have a website, adamisfreakingoutrightnow.com. Adam is freaking out right now is great. Thanks. Okay, I like your. I like your. I like your. Your. Your musings. Thanks, Thanks. man. I don't do them enough, but when I do, I, I put some work into them. Yeah, you do. Thanks. All right. Fuck yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks so much for coming by. As sweet as a plum, and lovely as dumb. Rolling its tongue over its gum My tiger and me So, fuck yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, yeah, that was Adam Caton Holland uh, was our guest. I want to say thanks, Adam, for coming by the Woodery's Hardware Studio and talking to us about uh, Hobbes. That was uh, that was uh, probably one of my favorite conversations we've had so far. Uh, I really am a huge Calvin and Hobbes fan. It definitely... Uh, growing up, I was Calvin as a kid. I didn't have friends. I uh, I didn't really have a Hobbs either. I just kind of talked to myself a lot. So um, maybe I have problems. Um, but uh, yeah, great comic strip. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with Calvin and Hobbs, 
I don't know why you were even listening to this episode, but get familiar because it's one of the greatest uh, pieces of American culture, I think, personally. Um, and uh, if you want get, to get to know Adam better, uh, I, which I highly recommend because he's a great dude, great comic, super funny, definitely check out his album, uh, I Don't Know If I Happy. It's uh, it's a great album. It's super funny. Um, if you're in the Denver area, uh, once a month they have a show at the Bug Theater called The Grolics, Him, Ben Roy, and Andrew Orvidal, and it's fantastic. You can watch, I think you can maybe still watch those who can't, um, unless Amazon's taking it down, but it's also awesome. Uh, if you know someone who's downloaded it, watch it. It's great. Um, check out their web series on Funny or Die, The Grolics. And uh, listen to his podcast, My Dining Room Table. It's really great. Uh, he's got, he's had some great guests on there: Camille Nanjiani, uh, Chris Sharpentier, Rory Scovel, and a bunch of other uh, great guests. It's a good podcast. And check out his website, AdamIsFreakingOutRightNow.com. Um, he's just fun. Uh, I think his Conan set is still online. You can check that out. And uh, thanks again for coming by, Adam. Thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, if you want to help out some more, uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, at PeopleWeKnowPod. Like us on Facebook. And uh, I think that's pretty much all you can do. Um, you can send me money, personally. I always appreciate that. Um, don't, don't do that, though. You're not going to, anyway. I don't know why I even brought it up. Uh, but thanks for listening. And, uh, uh, you know, have a good day. Ha, ha, ha.